I started looking at myself at the end of one abusive relationship. I decided and I looked at myself and I said, what is it about me that's attracting all of this? Welcome to Reclaim Your A-Game. I'm your host, Christine Franklin. I'm a best-selling author and firm believer that we all deserve to live lives full of joy and show up as the best version of ourselves in every area. Beyond awards and accolades, being on your A-game is about being mindful of what makes you feel your best and settling for nothing less. I feel blessed to have been introduced to Jeannie Muhammad. She is a beautiful soul who believes that redemption is always possible. With her belief that it is never too late to change for the better, Jeannie has dedicated her life to helping others make the changes, if they so desire, that she had to make to find peace and happiness. She is certified as a life and happiness coach, an assertiveness and confidence coach, and a holistic wellness coach. She's also a professional speaker, a workshop facilitator, and a blogger. As if that's not enough, Jeannie is also the author of five books, Inner Peace and Serenity, A Spiritual Journey, Take Back Your Pen, How to Rewrite Your Life Story, A Better Me, Embracing Change, Change Your Habits, Change Your Results, and A Success Action Plan. Welcome, Jeannie. It is so wonderful to have you on the Reclaim Your A-Game podcast. We are blessed to be here with Jeannie Muhammad, and her story is phenomenal. So I just had to give her an opportunity to share it with you because I know it will touch at least one person's heart, and who knows what it might spark for you. So listen in. This is going to be a wonderful, wonderful episode. So Jeannie, how are you doing? Yeah, so well, it is wonderful to be here with you. I have really been looking forward to this and I'm grateful to you for inviting me to share your space. Oh, well, this is going to be an awesome conversation. So right off the bat, you always talk about self-love and going within and believing in yourself, knowing that nothing is impossible. That's... And that is an amazing place to be in your life. But it doesn't just happen just like that. I know we all go through journeys and we go through different stages of life. So what changes did you make to find that sense of peace and happiness that you just radiate? How did you find that? Uh, I'd like to go back to my, my humble beginnings. Because going back to my beginnings, and I am so thankful now for where I came from. And uh, as you said, I have not always been a happiness expert. I have not always been happy. Uh, my childhood was one of poverty. And when I say to people that I was born in the middle of a cotton field on a plantation, I was literally born in a little two-room shack with no amenities, nor running water, electricity, none of, you know, it, and in fact, we had dirt floors. And it was in the middle of a cotton field, this little shack. We were surrounded by cotton. Wow. 
And um, my mother and father, they did the best that they could with what they had. And I've come to appreciate so many things about them. But my father, he was very abusive towards my mother. And in fact, my earliest memory, and I recount uh, this in one, my first book that I wrote, um, and how my earliest memory is waking up to my mother screaming. My father was beating her. And that I was about three years old. And that's my earliest memory that I can, you know, recall. And this happened throughout my childhood. Uh, my father being abusive to my mother. And um, when I was 16, I decided that I wanted to. Uh, well, I decided, well, I was all my life. I was trying to figure out a way. How do I get out of this? Of How course. do I remove myself from this? I loved to read. So I had a vivid imagination of where I wanted to be. And even though I did not realize it, Christine, I was visualizing, even though I did not know what it was called at the time, but I would go to sleep at night visualizing where I wanted to be. I would just make up stories in my mind and, and about the life that I truly wanted to live. And this was as a child. Like I said, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. But as I got older, uh, my father and I had confrontations because when he, whenever he would uh, uh, beat my mother, I would, as I got older, I would step in and, and, mm. and, and confront him. And as I realized that one day we were actually going to hurt each other because as I was getting older, I realized that, uh, you know, my emotions were kind of getting out of control and I may, you know, hurt him. Yes. And one day um, he slapped me. And I was like, wow, you know, I knew. Uh, so I st started figuring out how can I get out of this? And, and you have to understand we were in the country. We were living, uh, you know, it's not like I had a lot of money or uh, I could, you know, but I, I, I started, how could I get out of this? And I figured out a way. And it's, it's a story in itself. So I'm not going to go into all the details, but I figured out how to get out. And I uh, left, uh, it was in Louisiana. And I left Louisiana and I traveled to California when I was 16. Wow. That's a long journey. Oh, yes, it was. But I had, you know, I didn't have fear about it. I was excited about it. And so I ended up, I graduated from high school in Redwood City, California. Uh, I attended college, uh, Merritt uh, College in Oakland, California, and the University of Hayward. And, but I took all this baggage from my childhood with me. I ended up going through abusive relation one after another, being abused. Every I, I always say, Christine, it's like I had stamped on my forehead victim. She, 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 you know, she's someone you can abuse. 
and because this is what I was attracting. And I went into uh, using drugs and alcohol. I was living a double life because I was in the corporate world. You know, I, I, I was in management in this company, but I, I was one thing during that time. And then when I would go home, I was going home to the alcohol, the drugs, being abused. And at one point I said, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm kind of condensing things because, you know, this happened over a period of years. Of course. And I started looking at myself at the end of one abusive relationship. I decided, and I looked at myself and I said, what is it about me that's attracting all of this? I said, all of these people, all of these men, they have one thing in common. That's me. You know, they're all abusers. Yes. And they all are doing these things to me. But what is it about me that is allowing it to happen? So I had to start looking at me. I had to start doing a lot of reflection, introspection, and understanding me. And what I came up with, Christine, was I didn't love myself. I had no self-love, uh, no self-esteem. Uh, I just didn't understand me. And I didn't understand how worthy I am and how I deserve to be treated so much better. And so I started on a journey of self-love. And on this journey, I have, and I'm still on the journey. See, that's one thing about once you start on a journey and you start learning different things, the more you learn, the more you understand there is to learn. Exactly. So true. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I found as well, for sure. Yes. I always say I'm a work in progress. That's right. That's right. And, yeah. and once I started on this self-love journey, I started connecting with other people and understanding what love really is because so many times we look at love as an emotion we will say i love you but what are my actions mm, so important what are my actions i say i love me but am i abusing me am i feeding myself the wrong types of food Am I not exercising my body? You know, am I not, uh, am I abusing myself with drugs, alcohol? I'm abusing this body and then I say, I love you. But I'm not showing myself love. 
And until I learn how to love myself, I really do not know how to love you. Yes. And so I went on this journey and I, I, I have been learning so many things about believing in myself and knowing that I am worthy. You know, knowing that God did not create me to live a life of uh, degradation. He did not create me to live a life of being uh, tormented and beat on. He did not create me for that. He created me for greatness. Not just me, but all of us. He created us for greatness. Yes, he did. You know, yes, he did. And, and, and so we all have that. We all have that. And so, I, you know, I t said to you that I believe that redemption is possible. That nothing is impossible. You know, starting with doing that self-reflection and then owning, owning and taking responsibility for where we are in our life. Now, just stop right now and look at where we are and say, is this where I want to be? Is this truly what I desire? Is this where I, and saying, no, I don't want to be here. But what do we do? We take responsibility. What have I done to contribute to where I am? You know, I, I could point a finger at Christine all day. <laughs> That's the easy thing to do. That's the easy route. Yes. But Yes. You know, we can fall into that without thinking about it, feeling like it's perfectly normal. That is so easy to do. Yes, it is. It's the easiest thing to do. I had to stop saying it's because of where I was born. It's because of how my father treated my mother. It's because I can say all of that. And it's all true that it happened. But at some point, I should start taking responsibility for where I am now. And sometimes it starts with forgiving the people in your past, the forgiving the situation. I forgave my father a long time ago. I love my father. And I understand the one reason that we contend with each other so much is I had a love-hate relationship with him. Right. I, I loved him because he was so talented in so many ways. He, uh, I learned from my father never to say what I cannot do. I can honestly say my father, I never heard him say, I can't do that. He would take on some things and it might not be the best when he finished with it, but he would do it. He never said he couldn't do it. He would, he's like, I can do that. That was his favor. I can do that. Good for him. Yes. And I admire that in him. I and and I know that I I he taught me that. Not to say I can't do that. Once I once the blinders uh I removed the blinders from my eyes. Uh I started to see the beautiful things that I learned from my mother and from my father. 
the beautiful things they instilled in me that has helped me to be the person that I am today. Mm. So forgiveness. forgiveness. Which is very hard. Yes, it very is. Very hard. Yes, it is. It takes work. I you all it's a process. It's a process, but it's a process that we should decide that we're gonna go on that journey, start that process. You know, that's that's the for acknowledging and you can we cannot change anything until we first acknowledge that it's there. Well said. You know, and so that's the one of the first the, the first step. So that's what I did. I I acknowledged all of that. I started out. Um, you know, people would come to me, Christine, and they would ask my advice. You know, they would say, and I would talk to people for hours sometimes. And through it, going through this, I realized, wow, maybe I can help more people. Let me decide what I need to do to reach more people. Mm. And COVID, you know, was horrendous and is horrendous. But during COVID, that's when I was, you know, uh, sheltered in and I had time to think. I had time to say, well, what am I going to do? So just before COVID, I had um, decided that I needed to start figuring out a way to reach more people with what I have gone through and to be able to help more people by being a living example of the things that we can overcome once we decide that we truly have that desire and start building our will to overcome no matter what is happening in our lives. I um, met a lady that's a publisher and she helped me to publish my first book, which is Take Back Your Pen, How to Rewrite Your Life Story. And it takes uh, the reader on a journey, it's a workbook, of identifying what it is in their life that may be hindering them. You know, the story that you're telling, is it really your story? Usually is it isn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it isn't. It's a story that has been given to you by your mother, your father, your friends, you know, uh, just uh, any, it's, it may not be really, you're not even happy with the story. You're just living it. But once we understand that we don't have to just say this is it, we have the ability to change and rewrite it, rewrite it the way we want it to be. And so I published that book and it was at the end of 2019. Mm. 
here comes COVID. Yeah. I was doing workshops and I was uh, uh, doing speeches and, and, and going, you know, just really starting on this journey of really being able to connect with more people. Mm-hmm. Here comes COVID. Shut it all down. Yeah. Shut it all down. Christine, I really have a hard time with being on camera. I would never guess. (laughs) (laughs) You're beautiful on camera, even as we're speaking. I would never guess. And so comfortable. (laughs) Christine, when COVID in, in 2020, I was like, you know, what am I going to do? I don't like, you know, I never liked having my picture taken. As a child, you know, I or, or growing up in my parents' home, I have I had two sisters. Their pictures were all over the house. No pictures of me. And people would say, where is your picture? And I would be like, you know, I don't like taking pictures. And I didn't. And when COVID came along and here everything is going virtual, I'm like, what do I do? And then I just, I said, Jeannie, you have to take your own advice. <laughs> you cannot let this stop you. This, you have to, you, you should overcome this. And so I, uh, Someone said, when are you going to do a live? I kept doing these other things. When are you going to do a live? And so finally I decided I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I uh, taught myself how to do uh, on StreamYard. I taught myself how to do videos. Nice. and and I went I went to YouTube and read up on all how you do it and all and everything. And Christine, the first time I did a video, I went through maybe about thirty minutes of just talking, talking, and had you know. And then at the end, I realized I hadn't hit record. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that was a good warm up. <laughs> Get you used to it. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and, and there was a blank uh, uh, screen. It was going to all these different platforms that I had signed up for, but I didn't know how to take it back. I didn't know how to. Uh, even, I, I, here's this black, and I called the person that was always saying you need to do a live screen, and I called them and I said, "Oh, oh, what do I do? What do I do?" And he told me how to, you know, uh, yeah. take it off. <laughs> There's always a solution. Always. Yes, there is. That's what we have to realize. It's not the end of the, it's you true. know, you know. So I said, I'm not going to let that stop me from doing it. So I kept on until I was able to do it. So I did a podcast for a while, my own podcast, but I did a a podcast called Positivity is the Key. Mm. And it's on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel 
uh, Jeannie Muhammad. It's under Jeannie Muhammad. And I did lots of videos until I became comfortable. That's the way to do it. That's the only way to get comfortable. Right. Start doing it. Right. And you're resilient. So that's a great asset because that's what will get you doing it. That's what will get anyone moving. Once you're moving, you build momentum. You that's get used to it. it. And it feels second nature, like it's nothing. And and never, um, because see, it's, we fall. We fall. And this is what I tell my children all the time. Yes, we fall, but get up. Yes. Get back up. You know, there's a quote that, uh, and I can't remember exactly the writ, but a lot of people quoted about, it's okay to fall. It's okay to fall. It's okay to fall. You know, but always have your end story is that you got back up. Yes. You didn't just wallow in it, you know, in your failures, because we all fail. We all, I mean, uh, what have you heard that saying that uh, the only person that has not failed is the person that's not doing anything? That's right. As long as you try something, you're going to fail at some point. Yes. Although yes. I say it's not really failing because you always learn something. You always learn. That is so, just like yeah. my podcast. The stream yard. <laughs> yes. You learn what to do next time that happens right. if that ever happens again. Yes. And it makes you more confident going forward because now you feel like, okay, I've got this. Right. I learned how to handle something. Right. I can move forward even more confidently. Yes. Yes. And so you're so right. It's never a real failure because we always learn. And that's the excitement to me about yes. living is because when you wake up every day knowing that it's an opportunity to redo, play on what happened yesterday. Maybe yesterday didn't go so well. But what did you learn from yesterday that you can incorporate into today? Yes. To make it better. You know. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are singing from the same hymn sheet. I can tell you. <laughs> I know. That's why I was saying. And, and um, the beauty of knowing this is that no matter see it's a, a it's the vibration that you're on it's true it's true it's that vibration yes and love is the highest vibration in the universe and when you operate from a place of love when you operate on just a love for all humanity you know, and and that's another thing that I um, came to realize is that so many of us are separated by the labels that we place on ourselves, the labels we place on other people, and we allow those labels to prevent us from loving each other. That's right. It's sad, but true. At the end of the day, we're all just human beings trying to do the best we can in this world and this earthly body that we have while we're here. That's right. 
and see and once once um we come into that realization i can have compassion for others i can not be judgmental of others and whenever i see someone that may not have come into the true realization that we are all gods children of the most high god and when we're not living out our god potential i can say there but by the grace of god go i yes you know and I, sometimes a person may be experiencing something in their life and that is what they will need to come into their purpose correct that's exactly it yes so i don't know i don't know what plans god may have for anyone's life you know i believe that we all have a purpose i believe that we were not just it, we're not just in this world haphazardly i believe that uh there is a reason for all of our existence and it's just a matter of uh determining what is that reason you know yes. why am i here uh, which is why we need to go within as you always say yes and take some time for self reflection yes yes and and understand uh that and accept that mission see i see it as a mission we are all we all have a mission and yes mm -hmm. yes and once we accept our mission and we start living out that oh such joy such peace such happiness and see happiness someone asked me said someone asked me one time christine is the happiness coach always happy <laughs> what did you say oh i have my moments just like of everybody course. else <laughs> of course you know i have my moment things happen things happen in your life there are outside forces no matter what is going on within you there are still those outside forces that we all have to deal with but the beautiful thing about happiness is it's an inside job it is and once you have happiness from within then you're able to withstand those outside forces better not that you don't cry not that you don't feel the pain of uh what other people may say or do but because you have that inner happiness that inner peace you don't entertain it yes i think of it as something that we can always come back to yes it's always there and we just need to shift from whatever our focus might be with what's going on outwardly and shift that focus inward and know that that center is still there that yes. peace and that joy is still there within and we can always keep coming back to it yes yes and it it is in a, it's the core 
It's in yes. our core, you know, and and that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it. And you could activate it. It's always there. It's all. It's yep. not something that you lose. You re, you come to realize it's not all. It's not about things. It's not about people. It's not a. You know, when you hear that saying, "I'm not gonna let someone steal my joy." Mm-hmm. Because it's something you can relinquish, you can give away, but you have control. I have control over that peace, joy, and happiness from within. So, yeah. yes, my life, my story is one. Um, when I look back, the pain um, that I went through, but I am so grateful now, Christine, for everything in my life. Because it is who I am, why I am who I am today. And I love who I am today. So, and being that way, I can uh, be able to serve. I see myself as a servant. Mm -hmm. I can serve other people. I can uh, open myself up and be vulnerable. And not be ashamed of anything that in my life, because most of the things that I did, it was out of ignorance. You know, I just didn't, you know, it was out of, of ignorance. Course. You know, so I have forgiven myself for some of the things that I did and for allowing to be done to me. I've forgiven myself. At the same time. That's also what equips you to meet people where they are. Yes. That's beautiful, Christine. That is. You you know, you meet people where they are. And without being judgmental, you know, and with, without saying, well, if I did it, you can do it too. Because, mm. um, and that's another thing is when we talk about mental health, you know, and what some people are going through, um, some people need more than what I have to offer in my coaching. And because I know that, I have aligned myself with medical professionals. Sometimes somebody may need to go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, or they meet, they may need more then I am equipped to give them. I can only give them what I have been uh, uh, in my certification as a life coach, a holistic wellness coach. I have certain tools that I can use to help them, but they may need more. And I have equipped myself to recognize that also. And when I That's recognize important. that, yes, when I recognize that, I have other people that I can refer them to. Mm, excellent. And beyond that kind of help, anytime you show up and you're speaking like you were doing with your workshops, and I was thinking as you were talking about the publisher that you met and the workshops you were doing, you attracted all of that to you in the same way that you looked at yourself and you wondered what was attracting these abusive relationships to you. You also attracted the good things the publisher, yes. the opportunities to speak to people and change their lives. 
And you're still doing that with the books that you have out, the podcast that you're doing with a co-host. So what's the name of that podcast? I am the data. And we do it every Sunday afternoon. And we must be on about 11 uh, different platforms now, which is wonderful. We do it every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, You can catch it on YouTube or uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Those are two of the Facebook. Those are three of the platforms that a lot of people listen to. And on there, we talk about leadership. And leadership is a broad subject, you know, because we are the leaders in our own lives. Yes. So, so that's, that's one of the things that I'm doing. And I really enjoy working with him. His name is Nathaniel Evans. He's a beautiful human being. And I love, I love, uh, interacting with people that I can learn from because there's some, just like you, Christine, I admire. I mean, I go and look at your website and see what you're doing. And I so admire that. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome because that's what you attract because you have that. (laughs) (laughs) So you have the podcast and you also have your website where people can get a resource that can help them. So tell them about that as well. Tell yes, us about that. Um, my website is IamGenieM.com. IamGenieM.com. And on my website, you can go to my YouTube channel. You can download this free ebook, a self-love report that will help you know, reinforce your journey if you're already on that self-love journey. If you're not, it can give you a kickstart so that you can start reflecting on what you need to do to get on that journey. It's free. Just it download it. And also uh, my books are there. Uh, Take Back Your Pen, How to Rewrite Your Life Story. Embrace Yourself. Another one is uh, Inner Peace and Serenity. A spiritual journey, just to name a few. If I go, I go on and on about them. At this point, Christine, I've been blessed to write eight books, ebooks wow. and hardcover. So yes, yes. So that that that's what I'm saying. Such a blessing, such a blessing. I also uh, offer e courses, and you can sign up through my website. My uh, email is geniemohammed at gmail dot com, and if they will send me a request, I will also send them a free report on gratitude, how important gratitude is in our life and how when we, when nothing else is, is, is helping us come up out of whatever place we may be. If we go to gratitude and start counting our blessings, it will help to elevate us into a higher Mm. vibration. That is so true. Yes. As simple as it sounds, it's so powerful though. Yes, it is. It is very powerful. So if we start our our day with gratitude, end our day with gratitude, go through the day with gratitude. (laughs) We'll be all set. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story 
And, you know, Jeannie, just keep shining your light because your light is so bright. Thank you. So, so bright. Thank you so much. And we're much. all basking in it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Christine, for having me. I have truly enjoyed myself. Keep doing what you're doing. And I look forward to the next time we speak. Of all the transformative life lessons that Jeannie shared, if there's one thing you take away from today's conversation, may it be the question to ask yourself if you don't like what you're attracting into your life. What's my role in all this? It's all about taking responsibility for our lives. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode, so please do reach out to me on any of my social media platforms as listed in the show notes. Or you can easily find me on LinkedIn if you search for my name with L-Y-N at the end. And please do leave us a rating or review. It helps more people to find us so they too can be inspired to reclaim their A-game. Until next time, this is Christine Franklin saying, have a powerful day. <laughs>